Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Self to Society. My name is Dennis, and I might change the name of the podcast. I don't know. I've been thinking about that. Uh, If you hear this episode and you have any input or ideas about that what I just said, please give them to me. Uh, I don't, I have, <laughs> of all the things that I have branded and started and do or have done the, this podcast has been my most consistent thing really that I've ever done. And, um, you know, I got through the first year under, well, first year plus, I guess, under the title of self to society. And, I like it. I just don't know that it really translates properly to what I'm actually doing. Uh, I know that I'm, you know, giving myself to society like the podcast suggests. But I just don't know that it's connecting the right way uh, with really who I am and how I approach some of these topics. Anyway, let's get into it. I don't really know what we're going to talk about. So this is uh, actually more fun for me. Than normal. Um, we just finished a season of retrograde, which you know I'm both here and there on. I uh, I both do totally buy into it. I also don't buy into it at all. Um, and so that you know that's really a truth to say it that way is like there are parts of spiritual energy in and of the fucking universe thing that I totally buy into. Um, and then there's other elements of the same theories that I'm like, man, that shit is bananas. And I don't know if I'm into it. So, uh, we just finished a season of retrograde, which I know that a lot of people are into. Um, a lot of people focus on it or at least pay attention to it to figure out, you know, uh, or to be aware of how they're acting and and that sort of thing. Um, I don't pay attention to it so closely, but what I have been paying attention to is the amount of peace that I have in my heart, in my soul, in my brain, in my spirit, in all of the things that make up who I am as a human, uh, both physical and emotional and spiritual and psychological. I've been paying pretty close attention to what peace actually looks like for me. Um, I gave myself an assessment of peace the other morning and, uh, I feel like it went well. Um, I feel like it went really well to give myself this, uh, kind of rundown of like, what, what is, what does peace look like for me? And am I accomplishing it? Like, am I actually getting there with some of the things that I want to be getting they're on. Um, one of the biggest things for me was financial stability, um, which I haven't talked about in a long time. Uh, months ago, we'll call it three months ago. Well, fuck since November, I had a really, really fucking miserable six months to this year financially. Um, it was really unstable. I got behind, got into some debt. Um, it was pretty shitty. And then I was faced with some life life circumstances where I had to make some goddamn decisions. And so I did. And one of those decisions I made was to enter back into being an entrepreneur. Uh, Something I failed at. I've succeeded at it, but I've also failed at it far more than I've ever succeeded at it. So uh, I chose to jump back into doing that and created a brand management company 
and launched like immediately and uh, it's going very well. So um, one of the things for me that uh, takes or takes my peace away and adds stress and anxiety is financial trouble. I imagine that it does that for all if not or most if not all of us. Uh, And so I've worked my ass off over the last two months to build uh, this company and get it to a place where I am financially stable again, which feels good to say. Um, And so it's been really cool to be stable again financially. It's been really cool to uh, fight my way out of this hole. It's given me a lot of self-worth and more than anything, it's given me a lot of peace. And so you know, uh, when I'm looking at assessing peace in my own life, one of the things that I have to assess is my financial situation. And so in assessing my financial situation, this is what, uh, one of the things that got me here. Um, another thing is busyness. And so, uh, (laughs) one of the things that got me back into this feeling of peace, um, is really assessing how I was spending my time. And I'm an extrovert. I would go all day long. Like I could start in the morning and go all day long and never stop moving. I could be around people all day. I never get tired of it. I love the human interaction. I love uh, some of the busyness. But what I was recognizing is that I was also creating some chaos for myself uh, in how I was spending my time. Um, you know, pretending to be busy or doing things that weren't actually productive for me, um, or spending too much time at the bar, question mark, you know? Uh, and so I started to assess that I've spent far more time alone, uh, over the last probably two or three weeks than, or three or four weeks than I have in a very long time. Um, and my attempt at being alone is simply to find some contentment. Uh, I think a lot of people, choose being alone to build, uh, I don't actually know people say shit like, I just want to get to know myself better. And that's really great. I'm super into that for people. For me, uh, I don't have a desire to want to learn how to be alone. Like I'm fine with myself. I like myself. Uh, I just, I'm such an extrovert that it drains me. It is draining to be by my, by myself for a long period of time. So if you are an introvert, you're like, damn, this motherfucker is crazy. I love being alone. (laughs) Uh, But it really is the opposite. Like for people who are extroverts, it's draining to be by yourself for so long. Um, I tend to be really uh, intellectually stimulated all the time. So whether that's me thinking through emotional shit or business shit or uh, shit with my kids or whatever it is my brain is always moving. And so when I'm not distracted, it's just fucking exhausting. So, uh, my attempt at at spending more time alone is really an exercise in contentment. It's just a willingness to say, okay, I'm here and I'm right now, uh, in this moment and being, being here and now in this moment is okay. And I'm content here. I don't need to go get anything. Um, I don't have a need to go, find or buy or do or anything. And so contentment has really been my goal, um, along with seeking peace. What's another thing that I've assessed? Um, I don't know. What are some things that we can assess, right? Like what do I think brings humans stress, financial shit, relational shit, 
kid shit, um, friendship shit. I think Facebook is an is an, uh, an added stress, probably more than any other social network or social media platform. Uh, I would suggest that Facebook is probably the most stressful thing that you can engage in in your day if you're the type of user that reads comments, replies to comments, gets worked up over other people's opinions. Um, oh, maybe that's another uh, area to talk. I, in my, in feels like a past life, was insanely opinionated. I still am insanely opinionated. Uh, what I mean is I, I used to feel as if I needed to get my opinion across as if my opinion matters to fucking anybody. Uh, my opinion doesn't fucking matter to you most of the time. I mean, sometimes it does. If you are somebody in my life and you come to me for advice or if you watch or listen to one of the podcast episodes and you need some follow-up information, then my opinion might ba- might matter. But if I'm just injecting my opinion with some sense of fucking uh, American entitlement, who gives a shit? Nobody cares. Um, so if, if you were the type of Facebook user that gets drawn into the fucking shit of the current of Facebook where it just pulls you down and s- drowns the shit out of you, maybe don't do that. <laughs> um, I really have taken myself out of all social conversations. I don't talk about politics, not even really with my friends, because I don't give a shit if I'm being really honest. I live within a system. Um, I vote. I do my part to to study and plan and prepare in order to vote. Outside of that, my opinion about some of this shit doesn't matter. So I keep it to myself. Um, and that's most, uh, you know, uh, getting caught up in some of that, the current, the minutia sucks. Um, I don't have any friends in my life that cause me stress or drama. Uh, there's no dramatic... There's no dramatic people in my life. I, I, um, yeah, I've pretty much rid my life of a lot of people. Um, and people have rid me from their life equally, you know? And so, uh, when it comes to my friends and my circle, um, it's much more tight knit than it ever was. And it, it's me, uh, being very, very intentional with my time. It's, I think other people being very intentional with their time to seek me out, uh, and that works for me because I'm, I'm not caught up, caught up in any fucking drama, which is amazing. Um, what else? Peace. Peace is an interesting thing. Uh, the other morning. So one of my routines typically is that, uh, when I don't have my kids, cause now it's school time and I've got my kids and I just don't get time to do this right now. But when I don't have my children, which is 50% of the time, Uh, I typically will wake up, I will take a shower, I'll get back in bed, and I'll meditate for an unknown amount of time. Sometimes it's 10 minutes, sometimes it's an hour, Uh, sometimes I fall asleep within the meditative state that I'm in, sometimes I'm really focused on one or two particular things, sometimes I wake up feeling so much peace and contentment in my heart from those moments uh, that I don't even really know how to describe how I get there. But what I do essentially is I have a particular way that I lay in my bed that's comfortable for me. And I submit things to the thing, to the source. You can call it the universe or God or the source or 
you can call it Buddha or Jesus. I actually don't care what you call it. Uh, whatever the source thing is that you are offering yourself to, that's what we're going to call it. So what I do is I offer some very specific things from my, from my soul, from my head heart thing, uh, to the source. Um, and I do so in a way that feels conversational and a bit energetic. And so one of the things that I asked for, uh, recently is that peace would connect with me like a partner. Uh, is that I would continue to move my life in a way where I'm connecting with peace as if it were a lover, as if, as if when I'm moving through life, I'm moving hand in hand with peace as my primary objective. Because if I can move through life peacefully and my stresses are like, what, my kid's talking shit to me? <laughs> or fuck, I really don't know, uh, some mishap, you know, with, with your vehicle. Like, it's not to say that there, there aren't stressful things cause there are, but if we work to contentment and if we, if we seek peace out like a lover, I, I just think that our ability to find peace when we seek it out that way, um, to continue to assess not only our behavior, but our life circumstance and to, to be willing to say, okay, this thing is uh, maybe not super healthy. It brings me anxiety or stress. I'm going to alleviate it for a little while. Seems like a good plan. Um, and one of those for me really was my opinion. Like it, it was me ridding myself of the pressure to think that anybody actually gives a fuck about my opinion. Because here's one of the truths. And this has brought me also a lot of peace. Nobody gives a fuck about me. I know that. Like, uh, unless you're in my life, if you're somebody in my life, then you give a shit about me that, that much I totally agree with. But if, if somebody's not in your life, they don't give a fuck about you. They're not spending, people are not spending their day thinking about what you're doing or why you dress that way or what your face looks like or anything. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine the other night, uh, at, on National Chicken Wing Day, which was a fucking amazing holiday. <laughs> um, and we were talking the other night and he's like, dude, I haven't done social in a couple months now. And he's like, cause I would post shit about my kids and I would post shit about golf. Those are the two things that he, you know, would post about on social media, um, and his family. And he's like, I quit a couple months ago and not one person has reached out and said, Hey man, where are those pictures of you golfing? <laughs> it was really, it was really an interesting conversation because what social media has allowed us to do is continue to inject into the world things that we think people give a shit about. I'm super fucking guilty. I'm not saying I'm not guilty because I am because that's what I'm doing. I'm literally doing that right now. I'm injecting myself into the world, uh, assuming that you give a shit. Um, I hope that my words and my experiences and the way that I communicate is helpful uh, and provides some hope and some healing and some encouragement. I don't need you to care about me. Um, and I don't actually care whether people do or not right now. Like I'm still driven by, let me say that in, in a different way. I'm still driven by people's opinion. Um, and it's something that I'm trying to fix. I'm trying to fix being driven by other people's opinions. So I've started doing shit that is a little bit out of my comfort zone because I don't like to do shit out of my comfort zone, um, necessarily. And so, you know, one of those things is like, I'm, 
I'm always, I'm afraid to embarrass myself sometimes. Uh, and I'm, I'm afraid to step into moments where I might look silly or I might fall flat on my face, which is why I do shit that I'm good at. And I almost only do shit that I'm good at. I want to get better at that. Um, and so, you know, challenging my own comfort, um, has been really interesting just to recognize how, because really the truth that I believe is that people don't give a shit like that's, um, and that brings me a lot of peace to think about. I think it may bring some people some stress or some anxiety or even some insecurity to assume that, you know, all of this time that we're spending on Instagram and Facebook and doing all the shit, like nobody fucking cares. Um, cause if we stopped, nobody's, I mean, maybe somebody, but very few people are reaching out to us and going to ask like, man, where are the pictures of your lunch? I miss those. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> um, and so this is actually like kind of the last piece of stress for me, um, that I'm trying to, uh, figure out and manage like for my, what I do in my company is I manage brands. And so that's everything from branding and creating the brand to messaging and campaign strategy and social media strategy and content, content development. And so I'm like constantly sucked into the mechanism of, uh, social and Facebook. And I think, uh, the reason that I approach social the way I do is because if I'm going to give, if I'm going to spend my time putting anything out there, I want it to be something helpful, which is why I've changed my entire social strategy over the last year, year and a half. Um, and I'm very intentional about posting. I don't schedule my shit. Like I only post something when it, when it speaks to me, when, when I'm in a moment and I'm like, fuck the, I want, I hope people need to hear this message, whatever it is. Then that's when I post on social. Um, I don't schedule it. I don't think through it too far. I just do it kind of, uh, organically in the moment as I feel it. And I do the same thing with the podcast. And so, you know, one of the things that I want to let go of a little bit is the pressure to be a part of this, the mechanism, right? Um, I also would love to monetize this podcast. I also would love to grow certain parts of my business or my skill set um, that I believe is a value add to the world that is going to take stepping into some of that mechanism. And so it really is uh, kind of stressful and challenging for me. But what I think is setting me free uh, and giving me peace to start to move in this direction is my reality that nobody gives an actual fuck about me. What they care about is what they can get from me. Um, and that's most anyone. Like, uh, I follow a guy named John Kim. He His tag is the angry therapist. I don't really care about John as a human. Like, as a person, I care about him as a human because he's a human. I don't care about him as a person. Like, I don't know shit about him. Why, what could I possibly care about? But what I'm attracted to is how he approaches certain psychological things uh, and how he communicates them. And so really what we end up doing is being fucking totally overly selfish when we're interacting with people on social. Uh, and that's okay. I'm not saying that it's not okay. Uh, for me, it, it just brings me a lot of peace to come to that realization and know that my worth is not associated with how I'm doing these things. Uh, I can do these things and I can do them with fervor, you know, like I can, <laughs> I can step into some of these areas of life and I can give of myself. 
in very special ways, as long as it doesn't equate to my worth. Um, and that's been a really hard challenge because my worth almost my entire life has been made up of what I'm doing right. And if I fuck up, my self-worth goes down the toilet. And if I'm not meeting some bullshit expectation that I've given myself, my self-worth goes down the toilet. And when your self-worth is in the toilet, it's really impossible to have peace. It's really, really, really fucking challenging. If I, if somebody has very low self-worth and a high level of peace, I'd be really interested to have a conversation with that person. Um, additionally, I've said this before that like self-confidence and self-worth are different. You can be totally confident in your ability and still not have a, a, a foundation of self-worth. Um, self-worth, in my opinion, is the continued actions of uh, intentional behavior to move into good spaces, right? Financial stability, healthy-ish lifestyle, um, being a good parent, being good in friendships, being somebody who has at least a relatively decent level of integrity, like some of these things build a foundation of self-worth um, that we that we don't have to have to be confident. You can believe that you're beautiful or talented and not have self-worth. I don't think that you can have self-worth without also being confident. And so that's why my, my bend lately is like so heavily on self-worth. And when we when we're living out of peace or when we're living in a way that's um, chaotic and hasn't, doesn't have peace in it, uh, I really do believe that it affects our overall self-worth. We may still be confident. We may still show up in the room and, you know, be able to impress people or charm people. But ultimately I think what is inside uh, has a greater ability of dying or atrophying uh, if we live in chaos and don't have a strong foundation of self-worth. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is take an assessment of peace. What things drive you to being peaceful and are they present in your life or what things drive chaos in your life? And are you willing to move them away? Uh, and, and if you're willing to go through some of this process, uh, maybe you need to start with a therapist. Maybe you need to start with a friend. Maybe you need to make a list, handwrite a list. Uh, I don't really know how you process data, but for me, um, it just, it functions a lot in my brain and I carry around this thing. I carry around a little leather bound field notes thing. Like literally everywhere I go, I carry it. Um, and so I just take notes on it whenever I'm feeling it. It's my to-do list. It's my emotional notes. It's all my things. And so, um, that's what I, I want to challenge, uh, or like push or strive for us to do is like seek peace. Man, it feels so good to have peace. <laughs> uh, and I'm not like, my cup's not full of peace, you know, but it's like pretty fucking, pretty fucking full. Uh, I'm going through most of my days with uh, much less anxiety and, and very, very, very little stress right now. Um, and I'm working hard to increase this moment to make it last forever. Uh, I don't need to go from now to a million dollars this year and then be broke again. I just need to steadily continue this, this trajectory of seeking out and obtaining peace. And, uh, I did 
more talking about myself this episode than I typically do. Normally I relate generally, but uh, I hope that you're able to relate to some of the things that make me stressed out and bring chaos into my life. And you can assess those things and learn what little tiny incremental steps you can do uh, or what big steps you can do, like starting a fucking business out of nowhere (laughs) uh, to take you to the next level. Um, Lastly, I really love the things that I'm doing in business. Um, this is not really a pitch, but kind of because why the fuck not? Like, uh, if you're a solopreneur or brand and you have questions, you may not, we may not do good working together, but I'm happy to answer some questions, uh, like meet you in that space. Um, if you just feel like totally, and this is a separate thing. If you feel totally emotionally fucked and chaotic and don't really know how to draw some of the pieces back together, Um, one of the things that I've started doing again is I can't call it life coaching because I fucking hate that term. Um, life fulfillment strategizing. Ting. Uh, (laughs) I actually don't really know what to call it. Uh, but essentially what one thing that I've started doing again is partnering with humans, uh, who feel a little bit stuck and need to unfuck their brain a little, um, emotionally. And so that's, that's one thing that I'm, uh, doing again. So if any of that shit matters, uh, please feel free to reach out. I appreciate all of you listening. If you're on the podcast, I'm gonna let you go so I can say goodbye to Insta podcast. I'm out. Duh, 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 duh.